Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, what is going on, everyone? Joe Cameron, John Rich. It is uh, 94 WIP. Great to be with you on a glorious Monday morning. What a day, what a week, what a time in Philadelphia sports. And I'll say this, as Doug Peterson said five years ago, we're not done yet. One more game. One more game. And that game will be in 13 days. And by the way, that's the game the Eagles are going to win. Look, we'll talk about it all with you today and do it all on the phone lines at 215-592-9494. Obviously, great job by the Eagles and congrats to the Birds. Total domination of San Francisco. I mean, total domination. On to the Super Bowl. And on the face, Andy Reid. It's unbelievable. We'll talk about it all with you, 215-592-9494. Rich, Rich. It is unbelievable, Joe. It is. It's also unbelievable that until six to 10,000 years ago, all humans had brown eyes. That's strange. Every human had brown eyes. And then there was a mutation that created the first blue-eyed individual. And nowadays, 70 to 79% of the world has brown eyes. Wow. Didn't know it. Uh, won't remember it. But I, I will remember that the Eagles reached the Super Bowl in, in January of 2023. This 2022 thing was special, guys. I mean, we felt it pretty early with this football team. And when I say early, I mean within the regular season. Preseason, you know, we had a sense they could be good. And obviously, there was a, a, a strong sense of anticipation based on what seemed to be a really improved roster by Howie. But they have just throttled fools. And, you know, they did so yesterday, and and this was impressive in in a game in which um, Jalen Hurts didn't even really play that good. Although he didn't turn the ball over, and that was key. But his Mm -hmm. his passes were not anywhere near near pinpoint. But they won the game for two main reasons. Number one, because the defense dominated to the point where they actually legally, legally – Knocked out two different quarterbacks, which obviously completely obliterated San Fran's chance to have a reasonable chance to win the game. And number two, the ground game on offense did its thing. Did its thing. And they just grounded that game away, and the Birds advanced to the Super Bowl. Look, 215-592-9494. I mean, I'll just say this and turn it over to John. While we'll never know precisely what would have happened if Purdy hadn't gotten injured, the Eagles are not going to lose this game. And as John told you and I told you last week, the two-and-a-half to three-point point spread for the Eagles and the 49ers was a freaking farce. It was a joke. Now, again, they weren't going to win by 24. Purdy hadn't got hurt. But the Eagles were not going to lose this game. I'm so proud as an Eagles fan. I got my Jerome Brown jersey on today. I was at that game yesterday. It was an unbelievable atmosphere. And let's celebrate together today at 215-592-9494.
We out 49ers, the 49ers. Basically, we wore them to little nubs and they weren't <laughs> able to stop our rushing attack. And it wasn't it wasn't just at the end of the game. It was a process that I saw start on the second play of the game when Jordan Maialata took this D tackle and just lifted him and plopped him down 10 yards further down the field. We were the offensive line was outstanding. Uh, you know, the uh, defensive line, for that matter. Think about the – yes, we created problems with their quarterback health situation. <laughs> to say the least. But you had a Reddick sack, uh, Reddick sack strip and a Hargrave sack one minute into the second quarter. One minute into the second quarter. Now, they stopped passing it because they no longer had anyone who could throw because the D-line was so good. But – you know, three sacks on the day, we had those one minute into the second quarter. The game changed. We changed the game with play, just the brand of football yeah. that we play. And that was a bully team, the 49ers. That I've always appreciated that about them. We outbullied them. We were dominant. Jalen, to your point, was off. A little bit. Yeah, he was a little off. It yeah. wasn't just the the throw that he failed to connect on to A.J. Brown where he overthrew him. There were a couple of those to A.J. There were low throws repeatedly during the game. I was I was a little bit worried, like, whoa, wait, is Jalen okay? Yeah, it makes you wonder on the shoulder a little bit. And, a little bit. Uh, yes, I was concerned, but uh, it's so beautiful that he's got two more weeks yeah. to continue to, to get ready so and does get prepared. So does Mahomes, by the way. It's tragic that Mahomes <laughs> has two weeks. By the way, I was shocked. Major credit by to the that way guy. He moved around, John. I, I listen. Think ma- about the play that he got. Think about I, the last play of the game. I know. I know. He takes off with that high ankle sprain. Didn't think you could do it. Looked uh, no. He looked very sprightly on that play, and I did not expect that. I expected that. I expected us to be playing the Bengals. You know what, John? I did too. Credit to Mahomes. Credit to Rick Burkhalter. Oh yeah, longtime Eagles trainer who's a become longtime Chiefs yeah, trainer. He's a great, there. great dude, by the way. Yeah. He was instrumental. From Carlisle. Yeah, he was instrumental in getting To ready to roll for the 04 Super Bowl. He was yeah. instrumental in getting Patrick Mahomes. I did not think Mahomes could do it. I really didn't. I really didn't. And and he he did, he did it, man. And and so you know you're going to get a decent form of Mahomes in two weeks. It sets up an incredibly compelling matchup. Wow. I will tell you right out of the gate. Right out of the gate, I'm picking the Eagles. I, 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 I can't say there's no shot they lose because obviously there's a shot, but I will tell you very similar to what I felt entering the San Francisco game. A lot of confidence. A lot of confidence in the Eagles. I've seen enough from this team this year to know they're really good, man. Let's go to the phones, 215-592-9494. I expect the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. Now, obviously, we will discuss that as we move through the next two weeks. By the way, for everyone, just I'll just say quickly, wondering about morning show, move, when does it happen? February 20th. You know, we now know the date that John and I and James will be moving to the morning show. Uh, Angelo will, you know, one week through the conclusion of the Eagles season. So we'll start the morning show February 20th. We're here in the midday for three more weeks. And I... Honestly, expect the Eagles are going to win a Super Bowl between now and then. Let's go to the phones. Let's talk, let's talk about yesterday primarily, though, because obviously it's what's top of mind. They got it done, and they got it done in incredible fashion. If you're at the game, 
If you watched on TV, if you listen on the radio, let's roll. 215-592-9494. Keith in Northeast Philadelphia kicks us off. What's up, Keith? Woo! Let's go! <laughs> oh, man. That was unbelievable, man. I was I was one of the lucky winners on uh, Angelo's show. I was in the suite. Um, nice. That's awesome, man. Oh, my God. It, dude, it was life-changing. Uh, that's what my girlfriend said. She thinks I cried more than when our do- more than when our daughter was born. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I did, man. It was emotional. It was emotional. Uh, you know, it was just, uh, dude, it was, they dominated. The only, the only time I was a little worried when it was, uh, you know, when McCaffrey scored, I touched down on 7-7. Then I'm like, dude, Josh Johnson's in. Like, come on, yeah. man. We got this. Um, well, it was the three. You know, it was uh, the three straight three and outs where it, it did start getting a little uneasy. I had family yeah, members texting me. Three. I had family members texting me, say, you know, they were getting a little squirrely, like you know. And I'm like, hey, everyone, take a breath for a second. San Francisco's defense is really good, and and I think the Eagles are going to be fine here. Everyone just relax. But it, it got it got a little tense there until oh, yeah, the end yeah, of the yeah, second quarter. And then, yeah. oh my God, once they once they they got that first down on that what was that fourth and what three three. Whatever from the oh my god, I was like, just like, all right, we got this, baby. Like this is it. We're gonna win this. And uh, well, another you know, another we, example of aggressive coaching by an Eagles yeah, coach, helping yeah. the Eagles get to the Super Bowl. Right, and, and like I knew, like it, you know, our defense. Say if you didn't get it, it was still a good calculated risk. Like you know, because our defense would have shut them down. But uh, my quick, like the obvious stars of the game were Reddick and and the O line. And yep, uh, yep. I think Landon Dickerson on on um, my, I think it was Sanders' first touchdown. Dickerson and Kelsey on that double team block. Oh my God, that hole he just went right up the middle. And uh, yeah, John, great job on post game, man. I had you on the radio, you know, sitting in traffic after the game. It was awesome, man. Oh, good. Good, job, man. good stuff, awesome. Keith. Great call, Thanks, man. Keith. Great call. Let's go to Colin in Washington Township. Yo, Colin. Yo, what up? Hi, Colin. Hey, it's great to be talking to you in this uh, time slot for the next few weeks. <laughs> Three weeks. Yeah, you know, uh, yesterday I, I must have, I guess I found out I'm colorblind because I was told the Niners were going to take over our stadium. <laughs> There's going to be red oh, everywhere. Sure. Looks pretty green to me. It yes. uh, yep. turns out your your boys, they are not happy with their decision to give out their seat location. It doesn't sound like that, oh, was is the that word what... on the morning show. <laughs> is that what they said? That's funny. Yeah, yeah, it didn't go well for them. It didn't go well for the Niners' O-line either because, yeah, we knocked their quarterbacks out, but we did that by just well, dominating them Colin, up let front. Me, let me address something here because the wizard that is apparently Kyle Shanahan needs to be called on the carpet here in a few ways, one of which is, I mean, John, having a tight end block Hassan Reddick? Twice. He got his quarterback knocked out of the game. Two sacks. Got his quarterback knocked out a of, lack of the respect. game. A lack of respect. Kyle Shanahan, who is a brilliant football mind. Less so than you thought. Thought that Hassan Reddick was, was just another that dude. average yeah. that you could put a tight end on him. And he abused those tight ends. One of them was Kittle. They tried to send Kittle across the formation to, to cut him off. And he couldn't get there in time. Hassan I'm- Reddick is a blur out there on the field. And, Colin, the reason I say that is because you referenced the offensive line, and if I'm those Niners offensive linemen, I'm kind of ticked off. I mean, my coach put my quarterback in a position to get knocked out because he had a tight end blocking Reddick. That's the coach's fault. Yeah, that is a good point, actually. I wouldn't be happy uh, if I'm a Niners fan. I guess uh, 
I didn't notice that right off uh, while watching it live that it was uh, trying the, to bring Kittle across. Oh, it was, it was, it was huge. And, that and, was by, and that was the second one. And Colin, good call. By the way, Shanahan had one other major mistake. Major mistake. I don't know how many people thought of this in game. Now, I was at the game. I don't know if the announcers addressed it. I'm going to go back and, and watch the game, you know, later today, you know, from a television standpoint. Because then when I got home, it was all about, you know, absorbing the Chiefs and Bengals, which was a wild game. But did you think, John James, did you guys think about how I mean, if the quarterback can't throw the ball, and that's obviously what Purdy's spot was other than a three-yard dump-off, why wouldn't you run a wildcat offense? With, the announcers talked about they, they did. I mean, yep. you got probably two of the greatest wildcat players you can have in McCaffrey and Debo, and you're going to play 10-on-11 football every time because the quarterback's going to hand it off to a running back, and now it's 10-on-11. I mean, what is the point of that? John, I thought Kyle Shanahan, look, he was put in a tough spot. His quarterback got knocked out, and it kind of submarined their chances. But do a better job, one, helping your quarterback not get knocked out by not having a tight end, and two – I mean, give the ball to these other dudes and play 11 on 11. Uh, he, he was, I thought Shanahan had a bad day, man. Plus, his team was undisciplined. There was penalties. Well, Shanahan that was, was incredible. He was crying like a baby, complaining. He was apoplectic on the sidelines. It's like, dude. And they had, you know, 11 penalties for 81 yards compared to our four penalties yeah. for like 34 yards. That lack of discipline Huge. really reared its head, and, and we reaped the benefits. There were a couple scoring drives that we ended up coming away with a touchdown. Yep. Where the the drives were kept alive. There was one play. There was there were three defensive penalties. We ended up scoring a touchdown. Those penalties gave us a couple first downs on that drive. No question. The roughing the punter penalty. <laughs> we made seven points out of that. So yeah, we uh, we took what the officials did and capitalized, and they were on the sideline just complaining. No question. And great job by the crowd. I mean, three different times. And granted, it's a backup quarterback, but three different times. The team doesn't get the ball off on time. San Francisco's offense, great job by the crowd. Jeff in Wilmington. Good morning, Jeff. Yo, guys. Jeff. What's up, what buddy? A, what a what a game. Hey, did Nick Bosa play yesterday? I don't, I don't recall seeing he him. He tried. Played about as much as Joey Bosa <laughs> yesterday. And lane yeah. was Three, incredible. He tried, he tried to bull rush yeah. Lane, and it didn't work. Nah. Lane was locked nah, we, in. We rendered them useless, basically. Hey, yeah. you know – the one play that they scored on, that McCaffrey scored on, incredible. He should have he should have been tackled, and we they would have gotten shut out. That hit on him was insane, and somehow he made he stood up and. I thought it was well, Jeff. I thought it was one of the best runs of the season. I thought it was a remarkable it was run. Amazing. Three different dudes. He made Three. both of our safeties miss and Darius Slay. <laughs> incredible. Yeah, and it just I mean it was total domination. And look, as much as I love seeing passing and guys scoring touchdowns left and right. Watching those guys dwindle to nothing after we just grind over them like a grindstone, just wear them down to nothing yeah. the whole game. It was, and I haven't even watched the second half yet. I've watched the first half. I'm going to do that later today. But yeah, man. Oh my God. It, it was. <laughs> I don't want to hear anybody say that our defense is second best or whatever. It, our defense is the best. That front, those front guys on our defensive line. I'll take them over anybody in the league, anywhere, anytime. Well, listen, I mean, they delivered, Jeff, uh, uh, and Reddick, John. I don't know what to say anymore. This guy is sensational. And and he's, he's elevating incredible. his level of play yes. in the biggest games. So he was he was great all year. But this postseason, he's just been wrecking shop. Wrecking shop. And, you know, Gannon, what can you say? And for those that have been, you know, crushing Gannon, I mean, obviously he – 
He does stuff that helps bring some of this alive. Yes, he's got a lot of really good players, but Gannon dials it up. Uh, <laughs> it's an incredible football team. It's it's the best Eagles team I feel like I've seen, and I feel really confident of that. 4 was great. Uh, 17 was great. This is the best Eagles team I've seen. Chris and I didn't, you know, I was too too young for 80, and that's why I started with 04, you know, my lifetime. Chris and Berwin. Good morning, Chris. John, so what a feeling it is right now. We're in the Super Bowl. Yep. Uh, what a weird game, though, yesterday. I mean, from, like, early on, that Devontae Smith, amazing pass for even Still incredible job to pull that out of the air. And, you know, Shanahan not talented. And from both their quarterbacks being knocked out of the game, yep. a punt, a punt hitting the wire. Like oh, I've never seen that before, and not yeah. being able to have footage somehow. That right. was uh, kind of bizarre. Right. But but shout out to our lines, our O line, our D line, the yep. players involved, the coaches, Statlin, Tracy Rocker, incredible. Oh, I'm excited. Hell of a game. Well, Chris, you, you um, should be. I mean, listen, they did. Yesterday, what 2017 did, they throttled the other team on the line, both sides. Yeah. They just did. Uh, I, have a, I have a question for John. Uh, were you concerned at all about our passing game not really getting in the sink, considering how the 49ers struggled when it came to yeah. the people and our inability to do that? Yeah. I expected us to be able to hit and connect on those throws down the field, and we weren't. Uh, we weren't accurate like we expect Jalen to be. Jalen had an off day what's throwing your the football. What's your theory on that, John? It's a huge game. He was, you know, a little worked up, uh, I, I guess. You know, the, the mechanics fall by the wayside a little bit. It was surprising. And and I, uh, I don't know. I don't know if that changes. You know, th- this next game is even bigger. Uh, he was... You know the the emotions were clearly yeah. a part of the the throwing, and and he's got to figure out a way to get that under control. Yeah, it was surprising. I mean, I'll say this: until the game turned late in the second quarter, Jalen was under a decent amount of pressure. While, while the, it wasn't like the Forty ers were sacking him, they were getting in there, and that was affecting the situation somewhat. But he, he you know, on most of those deeper passes, he he had a clean enough look where ordinarily he would hit it. He didn't. Is that the shoulder? Is that just misfires on three or four times, and that's just I, – I don't know. I, I, I'm i not worried about it, though, for the Super Bowl. I'll say that. Now, big picture, James. Talk – because, James, we haven't heard – talk to me, James. So, so the birds are in the Super the Bowl. The birds are in the Super Bowl, Joe. We're in the Super Bowl. And to your point, man, like to, about this being the best Eagles team yeah. I've ever seen, you've ever seen, like this was a fait accompli. Like, they were always going to the Super Bowl all year long. Anything else would have felt like this season didn't end like unless it was Unless to Hertz wasn't able to come back sure, from the shoulder. of course, yeah. of course, but he yeah. was. And, and, right. and, and talking about Hertz, you know, not looking great yesterday, that's what makes this team so great and it has all year. It's like Hertz cannot be great, and they'll run it against the best run defense in the right. league. Like, it doesn't matter. Whatever you throw at them, they've got an answer well, for it. Well, I agree with you. And you know what's a great sign for a quarterback and a great sign for a football team? When a quarter now think about this because there's plenty of games in football where a quarterback doesn't play great or doesn't play good. When a quarterback doesn't play good and still doesn't turn the ball over. Now think about that. He didn't turn the ball over. How many quarterbacks? Look at Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott did not play good against San Francisco the prior week. 
What did he do in the midst of not playing good? He threw two interceptions. I, I, I mean, J- Jalen Hurts is really, really good, and this matchup with Mahomes is phenomenal. Let's go to Chris in Middletown. Hi, Chris. John. Chris. James. Christopher. Muppet Weasel. Chris, we got a Super Bowl-bound team, and they're going to win it, man. We're going to the bowl. Yeah. We are going to the bowl. Yep. It's so much to take from that game, so many things to look at. Um, you know, all we heard from San Francisco and those clowns you had on the show was how dominant their defense is, and everybody was so disrespectful. Nobody wanted to respect how dominant our defense is. Yeah, the Eagles, the Eagles defense got shortchanged. I mean, two, we show the yeah. world on yep. national television who has the best defense. And more importantly, who I would take 10 times out of 10, I'll take Hassan Reddick over Bosa. He's the defensive player of the year. Well, he certainly I played mean, way better yesterday. I think he finished the season stronger. Bosa started the season stronger, and Bosa is a great player. He also did uh, get injured on a really fluky play on a special teams play. I mean, that was bizarre, man. Because yeah, he, he, uh, he was limping after that. Uh, I'll take it. Um, I think this matchup favors us extremely well. I know we got plenty of time to talk about it, but we have the number one pass defense by far. And Andy Reid, of course, I mean, look what he did in the AFC Championship. He doesn't run the ball. So I just think it, it favors us so well. I have a question for you guys, though, and this could be something maybe you could throw out over the next couple of weeks. we got to come up with a name for that game. I mean, we put two quarterbacks out <sighs> You know, that's awkward. I got to think about that. Uh, you know, obviously the body bag game was 33 years ago now, 32 seasons ago, if you will, 1990 season. I don't know. I mean, naming a game just because we want to name it, it feels a little awkward. But, guys, let me tell you something that was huge. And, John, I'm sure you thought about Seltzer. You guys know there was about 30 minutes left in the show on Friday when I said, hey, guys, we're getting to the end of the week, and we haven't said the name Jimmy G. Him not being available was yeah. massive. Yeah, because if he Jimmy played for sure, heck yeah, he would have played. Because yeah. they, John, they kept saying he was really close. Mm-hmm. He was really close. Mm-hmm. Well, he wasn't close enough. But uh, you know, if he had played, you know, I, again, I think he was going to win no matter what. But it made it a complete romp that he was not able to get out there. Drew in Westchester. Drew, you're on WIP. You know it, Drew. Good seeing you yesterday, man. Pre-game. That was fun. Is it, Joe, I'm honored that you uh, that you knew who I was because I didn't want to, you know, stop you talking. I knew, I knew, you, knew you had a place to be. But it's all good. You, you know, I, I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, so you mentioned Shanahan having a bad day. Yep. And I think in contrast, it showed how well the Eagles are coached in game. I yep. think going no huddle after the Devontae catch, there might not have been a catch to make sure they got the playoff. And then also I thought, I think the Eagles would have won anyway, but the QB sneak on fourth and one Huge. in the second quarter, I think really settled things down. Well, Drew, and, and Drew, to that point, two things. There's very few coaches that would have gone for it in that spot. John, what yard line was that? Maybe the 35 or so? 29. It was the ah, 29. Okay. Very few coaches would have gone for it. And number two, very few quarterbacks are good enough at it that the coach feels confident enough to go for it. I mean, that you know – that that's part of why Jalen Hurts should have been the MVP, you know, should be the MVP of the league. I mean, you think yeah. think about it. It's a one yard run where he maybe got two. I don't know what he got, but that's part of why he's the MVP because your coach feels confident enough 
in a 7-7 game to go for fourth and one from the team's own 29. That's that. Some people would say, oh, that's just a yard nationally, right? No, that's the difference. That's where the game changed. Yeah, I just thought it was a great job by Sirianni because I think leading up to that, we were having some trouble during those sequences before Heck yeah, they were. running a little bit. Yep. And just a real just shout out to the fans. You know, I looked around around 245, and I'm like, I've never seen so many people since probably the 38-7 Vikings game just in their seats, locked in, ready to go. And I, I'm just so happy because I, I was a kid for Rondé Barber and Carolina, and I remember crying after those games. And just the fact that we get to have these memories now yeah. as adults is, is just so special, and I can't wait for the next two weeks. Love it, Drew. Love it, man. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Coming up, we'll play some audio from yesterday. Obviously, there was a lot post game. different guys making different comments. A lot of great stuff. That plus all the calls. Merrill Montage at 11. On a big day, Eagles headed to the Super Bowl. <laughs> what a glorious day yesterday. What a great time in Philly sports. Joe to Cameron, John Rich on WIP. Wow. Look at Seltzer timing it up right there. That was well luck. done by you, James. I'll take was it. that luck? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what was not luck was putting this team together. Howie Roseman deserves an incredible amount of credit. Um, and, and I'll just say, and this is, you might remember a pet peeve of mine five years ago, and I'm going to stand by it again with this one. I, I think it's not fair and not right when a team achieves something like the Eagles achieved yesterday and you have a podium celebration or if you win the Super Bowl and you have a podium celebration and the general manager does not get interviewed. I, I, I think it's a travesty. I mean, John, it goes, and both networks do it, it goes owner, coach, quarterback. And usually it ends there, although yesterday on CBS they slid Travis Kelsey in because, you know, he's such a big personality and they want to get a little Travis Kelsey time. I just don't understand how the guy that constructs the team is not worthy of freaking being interviewed. I mean, give the man 30 seconds. He put the damn team together. Seltzer? He's arguably the person most responsible for them standing on that stage. Yes, right when there. they won the Super Yeah, he is number one, probably. When yeah. they won the Super Bowl in 2017, he wasn't interviewed on the podium with Dan Patrick, I think, right? Lurie was interviewed. Foles was interviewed. Doug was interviewed. I mean, can how we get a little love there, please? Come on. Let's go to the phones 215 592 9494. We're going to get to audio uh, throughout this segment and throughout the show. But coming up shortly, Sirianni right after the game hurts. Shortly after the game, we'll get to that soon. Let's go to Joe and Mayfair. Joe, you and I have watched a lot of Eagles football, man. This is a special team. Very special team. And good morning, guys. And we are going to the Super Bowl. And, you know, I, I kind of uh, thought that Nick Bosa was going to, you know, be a dominant player yesterday. And didn't he go up against a guy with a torn groin? Yeah. I mean, and what did yeah. our guy do yesterday? Like, Nick Shut Bosa was nowhere. Yeah, our offensive line, like I said last week, all week long, it would be a cupcake game. They would nobody into the third quarter, quarterback or not. That the Eagles are built, and they've always been built this way. Is they play when they want to play downhill football on both sides of the ball. No one on this planet could beat this team because they will wear you out mentally. They know you're not stopping them. Their front four yesterday, their offensive line was pancaking their defensive line into the linebackers, where their linebackers couldn't really do anything. If Jalen Hurts wasn't shot-putting yesterday, and I'll get to that in a second, I hope he actually is better because his motion was not fluid. I think he was shot-putting it. And the deep ball to A.J. Brown that he shot-putted, that was a regular throw. That was another touchdown we had last year. I was, I was saying, I hope this doesn't come back to haunt us. 
But there's no mentally and more physical team than than this team I have ever seen in this city. Any 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 team. They will wear you down mentally, not just physically, mentally. Mm-hmm. That you're getting pushed around. And I'm I'm so happy for this coaching staff. We've been beating them up a little bit all year. Offense, defense. They don't run the football enough. They don't put enough pressure on the quarterback. They're playing smash mouth football, guys. I don't care who they play. Chiefs, bring them on. Bring on Andy Reid. We're going to get Andy Reid back for all the heartbreak he caused us for all those years. Oh, you're one of those guys. <laughs> yes, absolutely, Joe. Because we had the teams back then. But I'll tell you this: I hope the next two weeks that the national media praises Mahomes, and I hope every day his ankle is getting better. I hope this team in this city hears about how great Mahomes is and how great this is and how great this is, because that's what we've heard all year. We've heard the Cowboys this, the 49ers that, and we just are in the Super Bowl, and all the haters can hate all the frick you want. We just absolutely steamrolled their toughness. I don't want to hear again that San Fran's the most physical team in football. You saw yesterday the most physical Philadelphia Eagles team that we've ever seen on both sides of the ball, more than the Buddy Ryan era, more than the Jimmy Johnson era. This team will lay the smack down on you, and they don't care who you are. They mean business, and we ain't losing in two weeks to Pat Mahomes. We are going to absolutely eat them up, break their will when the line of scrimmage because we've done it all year long. When this team wants to play downhill football, nobody – I mean, nobody ain't stopping this Eagles train. And we are winning that trophy in two weeks, and I'm so proud to be a Philadelphia Eagles fan. All right, Let's freaking go. You got it, man. Love it. I'll say this as we look ahead to the Super Bowl, John. We're going to have a lot of time to talk about it, and probably more next week than this week. But I'll say this. I like how it sets up from this standpoint. When the Eagles faced New England in 2017, and we talked about this a few weeks ago, ESPN put a, a, a ranking together of the um, – they literally ranked every player in the Super Bowl before the game was played. And the, the top-ranked player was Tom Brady, and the second-ranked player, best overall player, second best, was Rob Gronkowski, Rob Gronkowski. After that, you had a whole bunch of Eagles, to the point where I believe the Eagles had 14 of the top 20 ranked players by ESPN. 14 of 20. I feel like this Super Bowl will be similar in that regard. And I think this Super Bowl will be similar in that regard in large part because of Patrick Mahomes' contract. Mm-hmm. See, Patrick Mahomes is making, I don't know, we could look it up, but 40, 45, 50 million, whatever it is. And Jalen Hurts is making like a million. Mm-hmm. And so that's how you get this collection of players. I would bet you if ESPN still does that, you know, they rank literally 106 players, 53 and 53, and they say here are the. I bet you the Eagles will have again. I mean, Chris Jones is great. Mahomes is great. Kelsey is great. They get some other good players. But the, no doubt in my mind, John, there's no doubt the Eagles have more. Quality players. Absolutely. No question about uh, it. Yeah. Uh, this is the, the case study of what happens to a roster yeah. when you, you pay your guy. Because, John, I'd be more concerned if Tyreek Hill. better team. If Tyreek Hill was on the Chiefs, I'd be more concerned. Yeah. He ain't on the Chiefs. I, I just think it shapes up so well. And as you said, we are going to have a chance to talk about this game a lot. Yeah. But the fact that they – we know Andy prefers to throw it. Yep. And they, our pass defense is man. I'll take it over anyone's. And and it's not just the the coverage guys. We got great cornerbacks. We got Avante Maddox back. We got the, we got twenty two out of twenty two starters who began the season. That can't playing. have ever happened before, right? I don't. I, that I don't has, think so. It has to be. I, I, I don't think it's it happened. has to be the first time. Yeah, and it's uh, really. I mean, they're going to try to throw it because hey, Patrick Mahomes will be two weeks healthier, yep. and and they will not run it enough. For Chiefs fans, uh, what they prefer, for what the Chiefs offensive line prefers, for what the Chiefs running backs prefer. They're going to try to throw it, 
into our strength, which is great for us. Yeah. Hey, Twitter. And there's no way. There's no way the Chiefs defense is better at stopping the run than the 49ers defense is at stopping the run. You realize we just went back-to-back playoff games running the football yeah. 44 times. Back-to-back playoff games. We also had our backup quarterback in because the outcome was so decided. No doubt. It does not happen like that in this league. That speaks to the incredible roster, just how good we are. Yeah. We just breezed through this the, the, the whole course. I agree with you. On the yeah. way to the Super Bowl. I totally you agree. Look at, you look at the way it stacked up yesterday. You got a 2023 game that took a last-second field goal for the Chiefs to win, and we were – 31 to 7. His starters sat in the fourth quarter. The Eagles outscored yeah. their opponents 69 to 14 yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah. 69 gave up to two 14. Touchdowns for the entirety yeah. of the playoffs. No, that's amazing, James. That's a good point. Hey, Twitter poll question of the day. It's sponsored by PI Dental Center. Your smile is the first thing that others see when they meet you. Learn about and schedule your complimentary evaluation at PIDentalCenter.com. All right, today's question, and this this one's tricky. And I'll say right from the jump, I don't know what the answer is. I gotta think about it. You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. Who was most responsible for the Eagles returning to the Super Bowl? Four choices. And in all due respect to a guy like Hassan Reddick, who was the best player yesterday, he's not one of the four choices because we're going big picture here. Who was most responsible for the Eagles returning to the Super Bowl? Four choices. We put them in alphabetical order. Is it Hertz, Lori, Howie, or Sirianni? It's tough, man. They all deserve a lot of credit. Who deserves the most? I'll be interested to find out who people think deserves the most. I'll be interested to see who people think deserves the least. We'll say, My gut feeling? My gut feeling is Sirianni will lose this poll. That he'll get the least, but we'll find out. You can vote at Sports Radio WIP uh, on Twitter. All right, let's get to some audio from yesterday postgame because Sirianni was masterful this year. And from the middle of last season on, he's been terrific, just terrific. And, uh, you know, he advanced, obviously, yesterday to his first Super Bowl ever. Uh, still a really relatively young coach, only his second year as a head coach in pro football, and Tom Rinaldi on TV grabbed him right after the game. Nick, it's as simple as it gets. I see it written on your face. You're going to the Super Bowl. What does it mean? Obviously, this is something to dream about as a kid, and uh, all these guys on our team have dreamt about this their entire lives too, and so just to be able to do this together with a bunch of men that love each other, that are connected to each other, that would do anything for each other. It's pretty sweet. How does this group, Nick, how does the ethos of this team represent this city? You see this city and the passion that they have for this for this uh, team. And we're so uh, we're so appreciative of this of these fans. I mean, look at this place. There's no place like this in the NFL. And it's a hardworking city. It's a blue-collar city. And we tend to think that's what the type of team we have um, with the guys that we have on those O-line, D-line. But it doesn't stop at O-line, D-line. We got tough guys everywhere. We got guys that give it up for each other everywhere. Real quick, your message to this group with one more to go, Nick. I'm going to have to think about that. I'm going to enjoy this one right now. And I'll think of what we're going to talk about. But it's probably not going to be all that different than it's been for the last 18, 19 weeks. Um, and so we're going to go out, we're going to enjoy this, but then we're going to get ready for the Super Bowl. One more left. There it is, Sirianni yesterday with Rinaldi on Fox. You know, there's a moment if the Eagles win the Super Bowl, I kind of won for Sirianni, but I don't think it'll happen because I don't think he'll want to do anything that almost looks like he's sticking his finger in the eye of, you know, all of us as Eagles fans. But it would be funny 
if either he comes to the podium after the Super Bowl with flowers yep. or John, like when he's about to cross midfield to, to congratulate the other coach, if someone hands him flowers and he just takes the flowers, <laughs> holds them up in the air, uh-huh. you know, because I mean, this guy, man, I mean, he got dragged through the freaking mud. But I don't think, you know, because it would seem as a, almost a little bit of an affront and you don't want to, you know, you don't want to stick your finger in the other. You know, he definitely the, deserves it, though. He, does. Like, he has earned the right to do it if he wants to. He does. To. Let's listen to um, Jalen Hurts also yesterday after the game. I mean, emotional. By the way, bad job. It's, it's just bad timing. Fox was cut away at the moment when he when he kind of gives into a, a primal scream and. You know they're showing the fans, so you didn't get the you don't get the the, the shot of of Jalen you know screaming the way he did, but you get Jalen initially emotional with a scream, and then some perspective to Terry Bradshaw. Not to mention continued phenomenal humility from Jalen Hurts, which is such a big part of the reason why the guys around him love him and will continue to love him even when his contract becomes the biggest on the team. Here's J- Jalen Hurts at the podium. Well, on the stage, if you will, post game yesterday. Hey, let's go! <laughs> Come here! Come here! You've already gone. You're <laughs> this is good. You've got a chance now. So many doubters, but you've just made them all look foolish. Your job this year as a quarterback. How do you feel that you've grown so much so fast? Man, uh... Two year starter. It's been a lot. It's been a lot. You know, I'm not going to make this about me, man. This this city, this is a special city. They deserve everything that's going on. This is a special city. We got one more. We got one more. That's huge. I'm not going to make this about me. And think about, about whatever, the fans. Everyone think about that. Yeah, and he went right to the fans. I'm not going to make this about me. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a leader. And both guys, one more. The messaging. We still got another game to play. By the way, I'll Love say it. this. Mahomes has a lot of that, too. I mean, Mahomes, you know, I've never seen Mahomes publicly make it about him. They're, they're, they're both wired in incredibly impressive ways. Sets up for a very compelling Super Bowl. Let's go to the phones. Chris in Ocean City. Yo, Chris. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Beautiful morning. Sure so excited is. to talk to you all. Um, man, just the, the biggest takeaways I have is just, they had no clue what they were walking into. And all we heard all week was about how evenly matched these teams were. But the truth is that our talent differential is just stunning. We are so much better than every other team. And people are trying to make it about the quarterbacks and all that. But the truth is the quarterbacks didn't matter. It was over. It, it wasn't, was yeah, over San from Fran, the San Fran wasn't going to win the game. They just weren't. Yeah, and I, I also was just uh, we have the best home field in the NFL. It was amazing how many pre-snap penalties there were, yep. all starts, delay games. That's directly related to us. Um, and then just in terms of talking about coaches and all that, I thought it was kismet that Nick Sirianni just blew the doors off back-to-back coach of the year candidates. Wow. And, uh, I didn't even think about yeah. that. You're right. Yeah, and I love there was a moment after the game where Nick went up to uh, Shanahan and shook his hand and just said, you know, congratulations on coach of the year. Like, I, I hope you get it. And he meant it sincerely, but it's like, what a baller thing to say. It's just like, yeah, enjoy your little consolation prize while we're going <laughs> to keep going on. So I didn't hear – I, I was list, I was trying to hear, and I couldn't hear that. So you, you heard him say that clearly? 
Yeah, it was, it was something like, like, I hope you win Coach of the Year or congratulations on Coach of the Year. Like, it wasn't meant with shade. Like, he meant it sincerely, yeah. but I just got a, got a great chuckle out of that. Gotcha. And then also, just in terms of, like, Shanahan and stuff, I lost so much respect for the 49ers and their franchise. I thought that they were – they had embarrassing levels of play. They were undisciplined and uh, just really kind of, like, nasty, I thought. And uh, yeah. it, was like, it, was, it was like watching ref school. Like, every penalty was, like, like the textbook definition of what the penalty is. It's like, yep, that's a face mask. Yep, that's a late hit out of bounds. I agree. It was just, oh, man. And we're winning the Super Bowl. Like, it doesn't even matter. Like, it's book is. It's over. Well, listen, Chris, yeah, I mean, I, I think he was going to win also. John, Trent Williams, I'm just curious – is that a suspension game one next year? Probably not, right? I mean, it was a pretty vicious takedown, man. Uh, yeah, you don't see you that don't was, see that often. I don't know. I, I, it might be. I don't have a precedent to compare it to. I don't either. Seltzer, does, does Trent Williams get suspended for game one next great, year? great, great question. I mean, I how, how do you – I tend to doubt I, it, but, I tend it, but, to, but, it, but he, he might. He deserves it. I mean, that was, that was, that was completely uncalled for. It was for. really dirty. Yeah, it really was. It was like, really dirty. Uh, if he doesn't miss a game because of that, yeah. that's unjust. Did you guys notice how Trent Williams backed down when Big Dom got on the field? I didn't, but that's awesome. <laughs> no, no, I'm playing around. But <laughs> John, John, who wins a fight, Big Dom, Eagles security, or Trent Williams? Trent Williams is a monster. <laughs> but Big Dom's Big Dom, man. Yeah, I mean, Dom, come on, man. I mean, you don't mess you know, with Dom. Yeah. You, just, you just don't do it. 215-592-9494. Speaking of the Niners, and at least in this case, their fans, you guys will remember, John, last week we got a, a call from a guy named Doug, San Francisco fan named Doug. And Doug told us he was going to call back. Win or lose, I remember Win this. or lose, yes. he was going to call back on Monday. John, your prediction. Will we hear from Doug today? I hope so, but I doubt. The answer is the guy will not call us. I guarantee you, Doug will not call us. Well, I guess we'll find out. We will find out. Forward to hearing from Doug. (laughs) Please, Doug. There's no chance of this guy calling. Thinking. All right, let's go to Lou in South Jersey. What's up, Lou? Lou, guys, let me get y'all speaker. Hold on. You got it, Lou. What's happening, pal? All right. Well, listen, my damn speaker won't go off. Hold on a second, please. All right, I'm going to put you on hold, Lou. We'll get back to you. Will in Northeast Philadelphia. Will, you're on WIP. Voltron, what's happening, baby? Everything. A lot. Oh, Tons. Man, listen, that was just great because, like, we did what we were supposed to do and blow them dudes out because, like, I'm just happy that, you know, everybody on the bandwagon now because earlier this year, everybody was so uncertain. I was certain about what these guys was going to do, especially Jalen Hurts. He built and, and, and worked on his game, and now he's proven to everybody, game after game, day after week after week, season, you know what I'm saying? We've proven it, yeah. and now we're going to the Super Bowl. And I thought I saw a pretty, a pretty cat. I did, I did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, now, that, I, that, that dude was legitimately I'm injured, Will. Be with this. In now, order to be the best, you got to beat the best. Woo! There you go. <laughs> only, uh, Will, only problem is Eagles can't beat themselves. That's right. You're yeah. right. E- e- Eagles right. actually are the best. And, and we're not, we not going to beat ourselves because you know why? We're playing as a team. And, listen, we've been focused the whole year. And like I said, without consistency, there's no start. And without no – oh, man, I forgot. And without, without commitment, there's no finish. Here we All go. right, Will, listen to you, man. You're you're waxing poetic over there. I like, like it. Jalen Hurts asked with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Purdy. You know, I know there's uh, look it, when it happened and he couldn't throw. My first thought, John, and I even texted this to James. I said, I bet you he's got the Bryce Harper injury. 
I, that was just my thought. Like he can't, he he might have that Bryce Harper. I can't throw injury. If he had a baseball bat in his hand, I bet you he could swing, but can't mm-hmm. throw. Well, would you I mean, would you make of the it Purdy was surprising. thing? Though? I I've I've never seen that. You know, I've watched a lot right. of football. Yep. I was unprepared for you know first drive of the game. The quarterback that we're all you know anxious to see whether he can stand up against this defense. He's out. Yeah. Uh, that, that was that was weird. And then the fact that he was good enough to go back in, but they couldn't trust him to throw it more than five yards. Yeah. I, I want to say he threw twice. Twice once he got back yeah, in the times. game. That's uh, it's an unfortunate situation for him because if I'm his teammate on the 49ers. You know, I guess we'll find out more today. I, they'll yeah. release the results yeah. of that MRI, and and we'll have more answers. But if I'm a, uh, if I'm a 49er player, I'm just like, man, like, what happened? But man? you're a lunkhead. I I know. I'm just saying <laughs> that's the truth. You're like, hey, it's the NFC. I mean, championship you didn't get game, mad at man. Bryce Harper for not being able to throw from right field. No, you just, right. I mean, it is what it is. Right. Yeah. If he has a UCL tear, then that's yeah. that's out the window. Guys are not going to be mad yeah. at him. If he doesn't have a UCL tear, there are going to be guys in that locker room saying, "Man, you let us down." Yeah. Well, but and well, right. If he doesn't have it, by the way, I'll say this: I don't ever remember a team, San Fran, ever that enters an off season. That the quarterback spot can go in four different directions. Literally four. Don't you think it works against Purdy? Yeah, a little bit. If yeah. you, Regardless of what happens. You know, yeah. they, they've lost just a little bit. Maybe unfairly. They've lost a little bit of faith in this kid. I agree. Because of what happened. And it's really unfortunate for him. Again, if it's a UCL tear and yeah. he has to have Tommy John surgery, it is not as as big a knock. Just It's, it's crazy. But, but it's a knock. But they could go next year. They could go Purdy. They could go Trey Lance, they could go Jimmy G, or they could go an external quarter, quarterback, which could be Rodgers, it could be Brady, Brady it could be anybody. Yeah. Like, I've never seen a team with four different types of Particularly a team, a team that was in the conference yeah. championship game. Listen, if I'm Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers yesterday, I like what happened. I say to myself, my chances of becoming that team's quarterback just went up and maybe went up a, a good amount. Mm-hmm. By the way, especially if he has an injury that – Requires surgery. They could, yeah, they could yeah. involve you know next season availability. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Up ahead, Merrill montage. How it sounded. Merrill and Mike on the call. You'll hear all that audio. We'll rock all the calls on a great day. Joe Cameron, John Rich on WIP. If you're in the restaurant, hospitality, or casino business, you know that a great point of sale system can truly make a difference in your success. It's hard to find a company that offers everything you need and is willing to customize a game plan to fit your individual needs. Well, if you've been looking for the perfect POS partner, you need to call my friends at PDQ Signature Systems. PDQ has everything you need for success, including mobile POS, self-service kiosks, enterprise reporting, contactless functionality, data and cybersecurity, and the best service and support in the industry. PDQ POS is the fastest, easiest, and most reliable POS available. That's why PDQ POS has been the top-rated restaurant management system for over 35 years. Whether you have a single-location restaurant or thousands of locations, Joe Flynn and his team will create a custom game plan that will help your business succeed. Trust me, if you want a point-of-sale system that will truly make a difference, you need PDQ POS. Schedule your free demo and business consultation today at pdqpos.com. That's pdqpos.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. 
Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.